Hello, and thank you for downloading episode 34 of the Erasable Podcast. This is Tim, and this week I'm not joined by my favorite co-hosts. In the future, from time to time, the three of us will be releasing some solo episodes, interviewing people from the stationary community, and this is one of such episodes. So don't worry, I haven't taken over, I haven't muted them, and gone rogue. This week, I'm actually going to be talking with Mike Dudek of the Clicky Post and Dudek Modern Goods. One thing I didn't see was when I'm supposed to come in as Dr. Claw. Well, so <laughs> you just have to feel it. That's just something you have to learn, just, I guess. It's just gotta it's gotta be from inside. Tonight I am joined by Mike Dudek from Clicky Post and Dudek Modern Goods, who we've talked about a whole lot on the show and have been wanting to have him on for a very long time. I'm so glad to have him here. So, Mike, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well, man. Thanks for having me having me on. Yeah, so. I've been excited to do this for a long time. Been wanting to, uh, and we've been talking about it as a, uh, the three of us as a group, wanting to have you on uh, ever since we've started your pencil evangelism trend. <laughs> Get you hooked on, get you hooked on yeah, you guys you guys are doing a good job good. I have to tell you like uh i I may just give up pens altogether you <laughs> know that was the goal that was that was Johnny's goal but <laughs> well yeah yeah he's he's our purist of the group, so I thought just a simple place to start is just for you to give us just a brief version of your what we'd call like an origin story or how you got into this stuff uh and then just a little bit about, you know, where pencils came in, but just kind of where, how you got into this community. Sure. Yeah. Well, as far as uh, my uh, kind of injection into the community, I guess it all starts with when did I first become somewhat obsessed with writing instruments? And I, I, I don't know if I'd say it's been terribly long, but I, there's kind of that point where you can think back and say, well, I remember caring about what pen I was using or what I was writing with. And I'd say that, that was probably like 10 to 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time I was doing some, you know, journaling or writing or things like that. And I just, I found that I, I started to actually notice, you know, which pen it was. And I, I had preferences at that time. It was more along the lines of, uh, you know, like the pilot G2 or things like that. But, mm-hmm. um, and, and then eventually what you kind of end up doing is you start perusing office supply stores and office supply aisles at your big box retailers. And then, you know, okay, I think, <laughs> I think there's something wrong. And, uh, you end up, yeah. so exciting for a while. And then like when you really get into this, all of a sudden it becomes super depressing. And then like you have that period where you're waiting to find other stuff where you're like, right. Nothing yeah. Here that I want. It is surprising. Like at my at my you know previous job, uh, for a while I worked in in banking and finance when I was going through college, and all of my colleagues, uh, when I'd come back from you know my lunch break with a bag from Staples or something, they're like, "Oh, okay, what's going on?" You know, and they'd like they'd come over and, "Well, what'd you get now?" You know, and uh, uh, anyway, I, I was kind of like the 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 local pen nerd of the group. And you do, though, I, I agree, you kind of get to a point where you sort of run out of things to try because you've bought, you know, a three pack of everything on the shelf <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over the course of two years or whatever. And um, um, honestly, pencils didn't really play a huge role. Um, I know, shocker, right? right. But 
I did I did enjoy kind of some mechanical pencils, you know, from time to time that I would need to use. But as far as wood case pencils, it's almost like I hadn't really used wood case pencils since, uh, you know, elementary school, junior high. Um, and so it'd been it'd been kind of a long time since I since I'd really started messing around with pencils. Um, as far as me being to answer the question is like, how did I get injected into the community as a whole, like kind of the writing community? I started eventually I got to a point where I you know I was following Brad and his blog and and a couple of others like uh, Mary Collis from uh from the Pen Cup yes. you know so there was there was there was bloggers that I was I was definitely reading and sort of following along with and I decided you know I I need I need an outlet myself and uh so I, I started actually a different blog than the clicky post I don't even remember the name of it and I only did like one post I think and then it fell off uh, but then in March of uh, 20, oh, when was it now? 2013 or 20, I, I don't even remember now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a few years since I started the Clicky I Post. Say, it was probably and, 2013 because I, was, I started just in the beginning of, or no, sorry, you would have been before that because I started right at the beginning of 2013. That was like right, like it. Uh, yeah, it could have been. It probably was twenty. It probably was twenty twelve then, mm-hmm. like May, March, uh, around spring of of twenty twelve. I I started the Clicky Post, and that the rest is kind of history, you know. So, um, I, I how I got sort of my first recognition, I guess, in as a blogger or as somebody in the community. I had made some uh, gifts. Uh, some some wall pen holders, not uh, we'll probably get to this, but uh, not actually like any of the ones that I have now in my current Dudek Modern Goods line. Uh, for Brad and Mike, I made each one and mailed them off to them because I was a listener of the the other podcast, right? right. And when they received the those, um, they ended up kind of making shout out to me to into the clicky post, and people started following and started reading, and so. It's it's like that's kind of where it's sort of my initial injection into it was as far as being um, people knowing that the blog existed. That, I'd say that's really kind of where the where the rubber hit the road, so to speak. Um, just been blogging since. So nice. Well, yeah, I, I remember hearing when I had gotten into the Pen Attic podcast and had heard heard you brought up on there, and that was how I found out about you. Uh, you know, right when that happened, and then I looked and saw your saw your stuff and then we have then i I think shortly after it might have been within six months of when you were on the pen addict or maybe even less than that mm-hmm. i started mine up which is already you know sort of dead but but now i'm here <laughs> i'm recording a right. podcast mm-hmm. but uh, um yeah i remember here and just falling in love with everything on your website uh it was then excited to get to know you because that was like one of those things where you, you get into these communities of podcasters and bloggers in this little niche community and there's still this like slight feeling of celebrity you know and you're like wait mm-hmm. that's kind of ridiculous <laughs> like and then you reach it, out it, and people are like hey what's up you know let's talk yeah. sometime how's it going no totally <laughs> yeah it, there is kind of that aspect of it you know like uh i, I don't know it, it, when i tell friends or people you know what i do as far as as my my side hobby i, I try and keep it fairly close to the chest although people people know you know, I mean, when I'm carrying around a fountain pen, or I'm in a mm-hmm. in a in a meeting at work, and I and I pull out a a vanishing pointer, something like that, they're like, "Oh, okay, what, what's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, so so then they eventually kind of find out, and and you kind of have to say like, 
yeah, I write this blog and there's people that follow me. And, mm-hmm. um, it, it is kind of weird to think like, you know, like somebody like Brad Dowdy as a, as a pen celebrity when he's just like a normal guy, you know? Right. And it's like, and he's, it's like, we're all just down to earth people. We just are, um, really, 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 really obsessed with, uh, you know, one specific thing a little bit more than everybody else, I right. think in the group. So, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it is fun. Like, uh, the community is just awesome. Like I can't say enough good things. Uh, sometimes I actually almost feel like I maybe don't contribute enough to it. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I, uh, yeah. well, <laughs> well, hear me out though. No, like it's uh, I do feel that way kind of, you know, like I feel like there's people that are sometimes more active, um, you know, the, than the I am as like far conversing as, and like interacting with one another sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It's like kind of like joining other little subgroups and stuff like that. And it's, uh, with my work and everything, it's kind of difficult to do that, but I, I try and be as a part of it as I possibly can, you know, and I, I enjoy when people reach out to me and ask me things or, uh, connect with me, you know, through my, through my site or through my social media. And it's, uh, it's just fun. You know, it's just fun to meet people around the world that share a common interest as yeah. we do. Yeah, it is. That's a pretty, a pretty wild thing. I mean, I, and I, I do understand what you're saying about the, as far as giving back. I, I have the same feeling where, um, even though I'm doing a podcast and people apparently are listening to it and want to listen to it, I still have these moments from like, what am I, I'm not really like in this, right? Like I feel like you just feel like a fraud all the time and you're like, well, actually right. this is just a sort of fun community we're doing this for fun we're all here because we like it not because we're having any sort of weird ambition you know most of us so but it is just amazing people yep absolutely yeah and it's it's all we're we're just kind of contributing to it as much as we can so to speak Mm -hmm. you know because we you know some of us have you know families or we we all have probably jobs right out of Mm -hmm. outside of this and so it's uh it is one of those things that we dedicate quite a bit of time to but it's it is a hobby still like at its core. It's still something we do for fun. But yeah, yeah. it's a, for me, I remember it being when I decided to basically stop doing the writing arsenal and just doing this, that's, I did have, I had a moment where I was thinking, you know what, this is a hobby and I'm going to let it be a hobby and not feel bad. Like, you know, for the, for the, the blog part of it, just thinking Mm -hmm. like, if I'm not going to have the time to do that, well, I still want to be involved in this. And I think just, you know, I need to focus on how I'm going to be involved and cause I definitely didn't want to leave it or whatever, but just wanted to, had to accept it being a hobby that I really, really like. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, let's get into your, your stands, your pen stands. Uh, we, I've loved your pen stands for a long time and your of course, custom jobs, which we'll get into, uh, such as my, I don't think ever been broadcast. I don't know if I ever posted a picture of my sweet hot sauce stand that you made <laughs> right <laughs> last year i also i also dabble in hot sauce <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah i'll have to put up i'll put a picture up of that just to just to clarify see your see your handiwork in that that other mm-hmm. corner of the internet but so you, you said how it started that you made them basically as gifts uh, and well the the first ones yeah like uh they it really there was no initial ambition to turn it into anything like as a business, like, uh, like my initial thoughts weren't, I'm going to make these and it's going to turn into, um, into a thing, right. you know, where it's, where I'm, sh- I'm shipping these things out. And, uh, like where I were, uh, the, the ones that I made for Brad and Mike were very one-offs, you know, it was just kind of like, Hey, I'm going to make these for you. 
Um, I was just out tinkering in my garage with some scrap walnut, you know, and I made them. Um, anyway, they're these kind of unique ones, right? I used glue and, and a few different things, which which is totally different than what I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I started to get more into the blogging and into pens and buying pens, uh, more and more and more and more and more, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I emphasize on like five mores because yeah. it turns out. <laughs> every more you have to say it louder. Like, yes. More and more yeah. and, and more. And, and, <laughs> and it's like every more equates to, you know, 20 or mm-hmm. 30 <laughs> of something. So um, I, I didn't like the idea necessarily of just throwing, you know, what what I considered at the time nice pens uh, into just like a mug or, or something that they're just going to jostle around, you know, mm-hmm. with each other. And part of that's just maybe cause I'm, I have control issues or yeah. something, no, but, but I mean, it makes stuff hard to yeah. find. And no, I, yeah, I'm with you. And, and I, I kind of like things to be, uh, organized as best as I can. It's mm-hmm. not always the case, but, um, I like things that are simple, that are functional. Uh, I don't really like things that are overly, uh, ornate, in most cases. And so I ended up with a, 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 you know, maybe a foot long or 18 inch piece of walnut that's about the size of my current line. And I just decided to make some little pen holders, very proportionate, simple, uh, cube, quote unquote, cube shapes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And which ended up, I made about a half a dozen of them, you know, out of that. And had a couple for myself and gave them to a couple friends and posted about them. And then people started asking me, you know, like, well, where can we get these? You know, can we, can we, can you make these for me? And within about uh, a couple weeks, like a month, I think less than a month after making those initial ones, I started offering them on the clicky post. You know, I had two different, um, pen holders. I had the cube and I had the block, uh, which was a bigger 21, uh, hold pen holder. Uh, and now the line is, you know, over two years later has expanded into, I think I have nine, as I have to think about it, like I have nine um, products in my store and then I, I have kind of a couple little outlier products like the Notco Idea Doc, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that yeah. those guys keep stocked all the time. Um, and so it's it's really cool. Like it's, uh, like I, I had no idea that it would turn into something like this, but it's the support and demand has been just overwhelming and tremendous, and I, I appreciate it because I like making them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, every time I send one out, I just I feel like I'm sending somebody a little present, you know, <laughs> that that I've got to to go out and shop and make. So it's very cool. Like I'm very humbled by um, the support, and yeah, it totally didn't totally didn't end up. Um, it totally didn't start as something I I thought it would turn into. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so well, those are usually I, the, those are usually the best things. I feel like the best. Yeah startup kind of things are the ones that start out as a a hobby that you're exp- or you know or a passion that you're not expecting anything from you're just it's sort of something you you're giving and that turns into something much bigger which mm-hmm. i think it's yeah. extremely deserved for being such simple you know these single block things they they're always very striking to me when i look at them i have i have a few that you've made for me uh, as gifts and i just love them I use them every single day. They're all around my house. I have one at work. Uh, and I don't, they always make me think of like style wise of the Bauhaus style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they like really, I, I think of that all the time. I mean, I, I went on a trip in college and we got to go to the Bauhaus museum. And when I first saw, especially things like the groove, 
the ones that have mm-hmm. this very streamlined, clean look. I thought of like the Bauhaus chess set. Have you ever seen the Bauhaus chess set? Yeah, I have. And and oddly enough, like people have mentioned in describing kind of the pieces mm-hmm. that that they have described them as kind of a Bauhaus. And I I didn't necessarily like you know I, I'm I'm not a, a Bauhaus um, student necessarily or anything, but it's uh, I guess the thought behind it really and the philosophy behind it is that it's um, form does not necessarily over over bear onto function. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it has mm-hmm. to be like something can be simple yet elegant yet functional all at the same time. You know, and there's kind of that right. that sort of feel to it and. And I think the choice in material, because uh, they're made out of a, a solid walnut, and the the walnut that I I have to buy is is twelve quarter walnut is what it's called. So it's roughly runs about three inches thick, you know, two and three quarter, three inches thick, which is um, it's not cheap mm-hmm. <laughs> walnut, you know, like right. it's uh, it's not like a four by four that you go buy from Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's nice material that fits most aesthetics i would probably say you know yeah. and it's uh but the the dark grain and the dark color i think with the very simple design just kind of it, it makes it subtle but striking like you said at the same time so um i guess that's kind of what i go for is, is i don't necessarily go for where i want to make it too fancy schmance you know because yeah. i don't i'm not really a fancy schmance kind of guy yeah. um totally but i utility. like things that work yeah yeah utility but nice yeah exactly and it's I remember when I opened up the first one when you made, well, I guess my first one is what turned into being the divide. Uh, mm-hmm. when I took that out of the box and thought, I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. Like <laughs> just, when you mm-hmm. hold it in your hand, it's like, this is solid. This will never go out of style or this is never going to look. It's not like some sort of decoration or thing that in 10 years from now, I'm like, what, why did I get that? What am I going to do with this? This thing looks ridiculous now, but it, I think if this thing would be put in a time machine and would be on, you know, Hemingway's desk, it would look like it was of its time. And I think if it got sent into the future, the same thing would happen just because it's, I think it, it, it gets that from being so simple and being so mm-hmm. clean. So I think they're, yeah. Yeah, you can, you actually can probably take credit for the, the uh, divide, I would probably say, uh, because that was one that, uh, you had originally reached out to me for kind of a custom piece and you were very influential in kind of what you wanted and um you know because you were kind of playing that fence very very well you know i guess you well you were kind of right in the middle of of kind of the what the divide stands for you know and in my in in my description of it i say it's a it's a place where your pens and pencils can play safely together or nicely together <laughs> on your desk uh, because there is like this, you know, there's sort of what could be a seeming feud, you know, yeah. that we've sort of created out of these inanimate things, you know, and, <laughs> right, uh, right. but, but, you know, so, so it was just kind of like a really cool idea of, um, kind of where you, you, you had a need specifically for, well, I really like pencils a lot and I'm dabbling in pens and so I need something to carry both, you know, and uh, so so I would definitely probably give you credit for kind of the overall 
inspiration for that design. Well, that, so. was, that was a fun interaction of text messages. I remember how mm-hmm. excited I was when we were sending back drawings back and forth trying to figure it out. And I remember my first idea is that I was going to ask you for a block for pencils. And then I thought, but then I can't put pens in it. Because, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I was actually pens first, then to pencils. And so it was, I, it just seemed like a waste. And I was like, well, I guess I could do just get both, you know, maybe I'll go for, get a block for pencils and a block for pens. And then it just seemed like it started to turn into clutter, you know, potentially like if I had like too much going on and just, you helped a whole lot in figuring out something that towed the line. And I'm glad it stuck. I, I, I always, I'm always happy when I see your Instagram pictures and of works in progress and you've got 15, 20 things that you're in the middle of making. It, it always makes me happy to see a, a divide in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm glad people, other people feel the same need. Sure. Yeah. Or, or like, uh, um, you know, CW pencils, right? Like, uh, I've sent, she, she has been so kind in um, reaching out to me and, and, uh, placing orders for, for products that to go into her shop, you know? So if yeah. you walk to her shop, she has some of my work kind of all over the place and they are, uh, hers are specifically pencils, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, would make a whole lot of sense to, you know, to go in there and have, you know, uh, sp- spaces for pens. So, so she, her divides are kind of pencils on both sides. So it's like, Ooh, you know, nice. yeah, it's, it's kind of intense pencil, yeah. but, um, no, it is fun. Yeah. It, it's definitely fun to, it, it kind of like the demand for each piece. It kind of, I don't, it's like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. You know, there's sometimes I'll sell, uh, like all displays, you know, the, the one that's kind of the, yeah, I, yeah. it's like the, it's like the test tube holder one is kind of what, yeah, what I refer to it another, as like super, like feels very Bauhaus. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. That's that one. That one's really cool. Or, or like I'll do almost all divides or all grooves. And so it's just, it, it's, it's rarely do I, am I putting together a batch that's, you know, just only a handful of each. Like I, it doesn't make, I, I don't know kind of if there's something in the water or, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but, uh, I appreciate it nonetheless, but, uh, mm-hmm. overall, which one would you say is, has been the most popular over time or is it pretty even? Uh, I would probably say the groove, mm-hmm. uh, the groove has sort of stuck as the most popular just cause it seems like it, it sort of fits the function of the majority more than maybe some of the others do. So, um, and it's kind of like smack in the middle of the range. And so I think it, it sort of fits, uh, it fits sort of most people's needs. And so I think that's kind of where they, where it sort of rests. The block, I would say too, you know, the, uh, the, the 21 hole one and the groove are probably the two most popular ones. I would probably say. I think the, that, that groove is, I think I, I'm partial to the vibe and I'm excited. I have about the groove as well. I think so we had, Work together to make uh, a custom groove that did pencils and pens kind of side by side, uh, which is kind of like a mini mini divide or something like that. And I think that there's something about that, like the, how perfect it is that it, you can have the, the notebooks, everything side by side. And this kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about today as kind of a big main topic, along with your kind of pencil use and stuff like that, which I think will come along the way. But you, uh, one thing I liked about that design that came up with is that it's kind of minimalizing things and getting things down to the, your favorites, like just enough space to do or Mm -hmm. to to have the things that you like to use the most that you don't have. Yes. There are some scenarios where you need, you know, I have a pen stand back there that I keep 10, 12, I forget how many holds, but 10, 12 pens in right there. 
But sometimes at your desk, you need something in front of you that just holds the essentials that are right there so you can get stuff done. So you don't have 15 pens in front of you and you're like, well, I could use that one or I could use this one or what color ink does that have in it now? Or is this pencil mm-hmm. too soft or whatever? And, uh, and so providentially or something, you came out with this post where you were talking about the idea of, you know, it's, is it just a pen and we, what does it mean for us to kind of always be looking for more? So would you just talk a little bit about that post, kind of give a little cliff notes version of just kind of what you're going mm-hmm. for in that? Yeah, it's uh, something I've been thinking about a lot over the past several months and just the kind of idea of, um, I, there's lots of cliches that you could, you could put into it of, you know, less is more, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, really the, the kind of point of that post of, of kind of the title of it is in quotes, uh, it's just a pen. And what I was kind of getting at with that was, uh, at some point, I mean, to other people, right. That aren't fanatical about writing instruments or pens or pencils, they'll see you know, a pen is just a pen. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't, there's not really like anything. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for them. You know, it does like, they don't see like a, you know, like a Palomino Blackwing and like their heart starts to flutter. Right. right. You know I mean? There's none, of, there's none of that going on. If it marks the page, then it does its job. Basically. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that, that pen I stole from the hotel mm-hmm. uh, works just fine. Right. You know, it, it's like, uh, I don't really care about it. If I lose it, uh, it's not a big deal. You know, it's a, uh, it's kind of that point of where it's like, I think with, with everything, really anything you, you can have, I guess what I was getting at with this post is uh, over time you can kind of consume too much. You know, like if I love pens or I love pencils uh, or I love paper or, you know, whatever, calligraphy, and I'm kind of keeping it in the writing realm, Mm -hmm. you know, I I can love that stuff and I can, you know, scour the internet and I can read blog posts and I can you know, be on newsletters for retailers for that. When those new things come out, uh, I, I know right about it, right? You know, like I know right away that that's there and, you know, I, I, I get prompted or, or I, I'm saying I as in generalizing, but, mm-hmm. you know, people get people, you know, they, they get to a point where it's like, I need to have more and more and more and more and more. You know, I need to try a new fountain pen or I'll buy a pen and I'll only use it, I'll ink it once and then I'm ready to move on to try the next thing. Do you right. know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. or like with pencils, like how many pencils did people run to the, to the end? Do you know what I mean? Like where you just sharpen it to where it's no longer usable. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like how often yeah. does that actually happen? Um, I would say when I was using like office supply pens, quote unquote, you know, like when I'd go to Staples or places like that, I ran into that problem to where I was always kind of seeking that new thing and what would end up happening is like I would never run a pen dry. And that sounds super crazy, you know what I mean? But I would buy a pen and I would never run out of ink yeah. with it because I was always picking up <laughs> the next one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, I have had that too where you're like, you almost get to the point where you're craving getting to the end. You're like, I want to just finish one of these. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, to, like, mm-hmm. But if you have so much, you know, if you have if you have an abundance, like if you always keep buying, always keep consuming, always you're always reaching for that new thing. When do you ever have time to like slow down and think about what it is that you really like or what you care about? And so I I guess the point of that is 
can eventually you at your mindset shift to where it's like you have so much and you've you've bought so much or you have so much you just have like you know drawers of pens or pencils or to where it's like do you almost end up eventually getting to the point to where you're like overwhelmed by the 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 quantity and the magnitude of it mm-hmm. and you just are like you almost come to despise it because now it's just <laughs> It's just excess stuff that I'm never going to get a chance to use all of it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you have it's like you have everything you could possibly want to enjoy, but it's hard for you to enjoy any of it because it's so much. This I don't is know. Like, like Thorn Oak and Shield basically is what you're saying. Like Pretty you're, much. Yeah, basically. Like you've got all this gold and you can't even appreciate it. You just, mm-hmm. you just want more. Don't want to share it. Right. 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 <laughs> just like yeah. <laughs> totally like that. Just, we just... Turn into the Hobbit, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was trying to remember where this had come up recently, but I I know we talked about it with Cody Williams on the last episode where we were talking about this idea of the journey versus the solution, like that sometimes like you find a new pen or something, and like like you're talking about or, or a new pencil and you try it out and you're like oh that's cool and then you just kind of put it aside and then you move on to the next thing, mm-hmm. and so that could be described. Some people and some people like that, you know. Some people like to do things like that, and they don't mind just amassing things and playing with stuff constantly. We were calling that kind of like the journey. And then there's the idea of the solution, which is like you're trying to find the one that you're going to use mm. and that's going to help mm-hmm. you get stuff done. I, those sort of that conversation, and then your post and this conversation, it's all kind of mixing together in my head right now because I think it's all in the same kind of in the same vein. Well, it's kind of talking about the same kind of side of the coin but just from different angles you know what i mean it's uh like the idea i like that the idea of the journey is well i'm trying to try everything Mm -hmm. and just experience it as i go Mm -hmm. and not necessarily become attached to anything to any one particular thing Uh, although along the way i might enjoy some things more than others Mm -hmm. and they might stick for a maybe a slightly longer period uh, versus you know i'm i'm actually seeking to find that thing that brings me the most enjoyment you know and like i'll stick with that uh for a longer period of time and try and get more satisfaction out of it so no i totally totally agree and that's that's kind of like i guess that was like the point of the post is mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're struggling or or sort of starting to feel like you're overwhelmed with how much you have mm-hmm. I, I know it's like it sounds like such a bad problem to have right like oh man you have so much <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you can't enjoy it like it but uh I, you know, I think it could be with anything. Like, uh, if you feel like you have too much and you're losing sort of that savor of enjoying it, maybe try and scale it back and, and really focus on the things that you care about. I personally got to that point pretty recently, I think in the last couple months. And that was what I've talked about before, but I had just gotten to the point where I was tired of having choices. <laughs> I was tired mm-hmm. of like all these things just kind of floating around. I mean, I still have cups full of pens, pencils and pens in front of me, uh, and I have stands and stuff, but, uh, I got to a point where I was like, that's enough. I know what I like. And nothing has dethroned this, and so I'm going to treat it like that's the one that I want to use. And sold pens, sold things in order to buy a huge amount of the pencil that I like. And then, and even mm-hmm. with uh, this custom groove we were just talking about, that's going to have three pencils, three pens. As soon as that sort of happened, that design was going through. You're going to be able to make that. I knew exactly what was going to go in it, and I was very satisfied to know that I know exactly what I'd put in that. That'll be like my daily, that's the stuff that I use all the time, which is not to say that you don't, you can't keep trying other things. I guess the other option is that if you come across something down the road, you know, potentially it'll dethrone something else. Uh, but as long as for me, it just doesn't work to just be throwing money at it just, you know, constantly. And mm-hmm. 
if I don't have a reason to replace it or find something better, then why spend all that brain power <laughs> uh, on the search, you know? Well, part of it too is, uh, from my perspective, you know, it's, uh, I mean, writing blog and consistently, um, kind of sticking with the blog, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, kind of, I know that you had mentioned that, that kind of the blog, this has sort of become your outlet for your hobby and your passion and not necessarily the blog. And I, I think that totally makes sense and it's totally awesome. Um, so with the blog, there's kind of an aspect of, you have to create new content sure. right on the blog and you have to, so that, that requires either getting new things sent to you by people mm-hmm. or uh, spending, <laughs> spending a good amount of money on trying <laughs> new things. You know, I, I totally could say that that's true. Pencils was and, a godsend for that for me. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like, I, I look at, uh, and this is this is a common thread, you know. It's like it's the it's sort of the cheapest way you can go with writing instruments, but where you can go buy, you know, even like buying a dozen black wings is what like twenty bucks, and it's like, you know, how much satisfaction are you going to get out get out of a dozen of those versus like, you know, what 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 can you get for twenty dollars in a pen? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, mm-hmm. the 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 cost, you know, quantity value there is is harder to harder to reach with pens, but right. mm-hmm. yeah, there's and you know talking about the connection of pens and pencils we had talked about this a little bit briefly but it is sort of interesting that fountain pens and pencils uh, we've we've created i think fictionally just for the fun of it <laughs> in a lot of ways <laughs> a sort of uh warring sides you know or like the pens versus pencil but that's not really the case ever i think there are a, a whole lot of people that listen to our podcast that read your blog that are people who or just, you know, interested in both just kind of depends on the situation. And I think, I mean, I know I'll admit to you since Andy and Johnny aren't here, (laughs) I know that on our, our Facebook group, which we have, you know, about 600 people in this Facebook group, a lot of people talk about it on there and say, you know, I'm actually more of a pen guy, but I just come here because I I like pencils and I just kind of wanted to talk about them or hear what you had to say. So I know that's, there seems to be like a big uh, connection with that. So, I mean, why do you think they go hand in hand? Well, I, I, this is, it's a really good point. You know, I, honestly, my thoughts are, is, are, are they really so different in today's world? Uh, is a pen and a pencil, or I mean a, a wood case pencil and a fountain pen, mm-hmm. uh, who in their right minds today uses them? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like what is it that, that draws us to either? And I, I would actually put them both, you know, like you said, we, we kind of put them in these feuding categories just for fun. I think mm-hmm. we mostly do that, but... Yeah. Um, some people are maybe a little more zealous than others, but, <laughs> uh, not here, not here, Johnny, <clears throat> Dr. Claw. Yeah. Um, but, but are they really very different in sort of the, the mentality of the person that uses them? Like, because both of them, if you really strip it down and put them through, you know, kind of a filter, like they're kind of old fashioned ways of doing things. Yeah, and kind of high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like for a pencil, I have to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, as a as a pencil, I have to I have to carry around a sharpener, and right. I have to mm-hmm. get you know uh, graphite everywhere, and I have mm-hmm. to get shavings, and I have to I have to I have to mentally think like, well, what am I going to do with the shavings? You know, <laughs> like I'm going to leave the house with my with my cum magnesium mm-hmm. and my pencil, and like, okay, well, if I got a sharpener, I got I got to go find a trash can or a bush or something. You know? <laughs> You're right. And uh, and then with a fountain pen, it's like, well, is it going to run out of ink? You know, mm-hmm. did I ink it up this morning? Is it going to is it going to 
you know, is it going to work on the right paper? You know, it's like, so there's all of these things, these variables you have to take it. We put ourselves through it, to be honest with you. You know, it's like I could, I could get a cheap ballpoint and it would work uh, or not use writing at all and just use technology. But we choose to do that. You know, what is it about it that makes us want to experience maybe, I'm not going to call them like the finer things, mm. but they kind of are. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's like a, they kind of take you back to a time that was a little simpler. Yeah. You know, like I, I know that with pencils particularly, like I haven't really been, been I'm trying to get myself more into using pencils just because I, I, I feel that the, that rabbit hole can go just as deep as oh, pens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, when I, you know, when I hear you guys talk about pencils and you guys you know, do your pencil of the week or pencil of the month or whatever you do. And you put a grade on it. Like for me, I'm like, it, 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 I, I don't even feel qualified to talk about why it would have a grade mm-hmm. at this point, but there's something about them that intrigues me, you know, and there's all these different, um, colors and different brands and different, lead you know, lead hardness. Yeah. yeah. Lead grades and stuff. Um, I, I know that when I, I don't chew on pencils, but I know that when I write with them, I tend to like, and I'm totally like admitting a lot here. Like I'll just be sitting there thinking and I'll just like smell the pencil. (laughs) Like I'll just put it on my top lip and just kind (laughs) of take a little whiff and, you know, just soak in those cedar vapors or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's just, it kind of takes you back to like, there's, there's sensory triggers that come from using them. Like it takes you back to like second grade when you're learning to print or oh, yeah. using the, the, the crank pencil sharpener that loud, like, rah, 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 you know, <laughs> like in the corner when somebody's taking a test or something, you know, and it's, I don't know, you remember those things. And I don't know if I'm totally making sense, no, but totally, uh, totally making sense. I think that's right at the heart of why these are kind of side by side. I, I like your description of like sharpening things. That's the, t- that's the struggle with pencils on that side for sure is carrying a sharpener around with you. What am I going to do with these shavings? And we we have conversations about carrying Altoid tins around to capture them so that you can like <laughs> either throw them away or like take them home and save them if you're Johnny. Or no, that was a shot at Johnny. I do it too. It's a good way, <laughs> good way to start a fire. In a, but uh, anyways, I have a uh, on my desk right now. Actually, the way that I do it on my desk is I have I, I posted pictures of it before, but I. And I can I thank Dan from Karis Customs mm-hmm. kind of for the idea, but um, he was talking about like, I don't smoke, you know, but he was talking about kind of like the idea. I, I really mm-hmm. do like the idea of like vintage ashtrays and because they're, you know, you don't really use them anymore. Do you know what I mean? But they're yeah, yeah. oftentimes these like works of art or pieces of history. And so I ended up going on eBay mm-hmm. uh, like a total goob. And <laughs> uh, I really like kind of the the art deco and kind of like the 1930s as far as design, like the 1939 World's Fair. And so I went and found myself a brass, it's like a solid brass, 1939 World's Fair, you know, original, <laughs> like like ashtray to put on my desk so that when I sharpen my pencil, I that's where my shavings go. And then I have like a, a jam jar that I put the shavings in rather than like a trash can, but it's interesting. Yeah, it's you have to find a, find a solution <laughs> in, in the fountain pens, yeah, it's, about the same i i love when uh, j robert lennon was on the pen addict and he was talking about like i think it was on the pen addict he was talking about his students he had a student come to his office and he was writing with a fountain pen and the student said oh you write with fountain pen uh, how do you keep from getting ink on your hands and his answer was you don't mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> so just like that and also having to deal with shavings 
people, it's, I can totally see why people would just be like, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Yep. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> but, uh, but we do. It's crazy, mm. but we, we love it. Yeah. Uh, now I, I don't know how long it was ago it was I, I, that I sent you this, but I thought we could kind of finish by talking about pencils that you've used and that you like, and maybe in this totally being, you know, someone who's figuring it out and, you know, trying a bunch of different things. What do you notice? I guess that's where we can start with for you at this point. What do you look for in a pencil? Like when, or what do you not look for? Like which, what kinds of things when you try it, you're like, no, I don't. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I, part of me, I, I don't know if I like, I'm kind of an aesthetic snob a little bit, but I, I, for some reason I'm attracted to pencils that look good, you know? And, uh, like I really like, um, I, I think I'm attracted to pencils that it sounds so weird. <laughs> attracted. <laughs> using yeah. the word attracted as it, as it pertains to pencils, but, <laughs> oh, but I, I look for kind of the, um, pencils that don't have an eraser on them like they're kind of the solid uh, or they're dipped ends you know uh it just i feel like it's a lot cleaner I, I don't ever even if i write with a pencil that has an eraser i generally don't erase i just cross out or just skip mm-hmm. over it most of the time um not because i don't make mistakes you know i'm not right. trying to be an arrogant jerk because right. i pretty much am mr <laughs> perfect but um so so those kind of like appeal to me from an aesthetic standpoint um with with regard to kind of like lead grade, uh, if a pencil writes too light, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of an H, um, yeah. or it, even many HBs are, I feel a little bit too light for kind of my preferences. I like I like a darker sort of softer line, yeah, so I would go for you know something that's like a B two B. Like uh, recently, I've been using um, oh man, I don't even remember the name of it, but it's a like a Statler two um, B. The kind of blue and uh, like a blue Mars, the Mars Lumograph. Yeah, yeah, Mars Lumograph. Yeah, I've been using recently a two B of that. Mm-hmm. I have that at my desk at work, and I've been kind of taking notes and you know drawing up plans and things like that with that. But um, at home, I, I found myself using recently. Uh, you sent me one actually that the Crown Dash uh, Swiss wood. Yeah, yeah. I that. Maybe it's the dark wood of it, you know, oh, yeah. like so, kind of meshing a little bit with like kind of my my <laughs> my love for walnut, you know. But picturing uh, a uh, a block, a pencil block filled of just all Caran d'Ache Swiss woods, like what that would look like. That'd be they're they're pricey though. They I mean, are, for a pencil, yeah. they're like four fifty, you they're know, as far as expensive as it gets for for yeah. pencils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, they look like they should be expensive. I, I wish they maybe made some. Um, alternate lead grades like maybe i mean it writes mm-hmm. for an hb i think it writes smooth enough and dark enough for what i appreciate yeah, I think um, heavy helps that yeah yep mm-hmm. yep but uh I, I think if they had like a 2b i'd probably like that would be maybe a perfect combo um i really like the um oh what is it tombow mono 100s mm-hmm. those are yep. probably like I don't know. I'd say if there is like a sexiest pencil around, that is probably, like, yeah. <laughs> it just seems like the one, sure. you know, that, mm-hmm. uh, that just sort of looks good. Uh, I yeah. don't like the Wopex. Like it's in um, a tuxedo or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like it looks, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It's, like it's a little flashy. James Bond of pencils. It kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the Wopex to uh, Johnny's um, chagrin, I'm sure. Uh, I, I just, I find that it writes, I, 
it's not it's not terrible, but I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like it doesn't write. It's it's a little too hard. Yeah, I feel for me, and the sort of like this sort of bleached, uh, colored sort of fake wood. Yeah, the wood flower <laughs> weirdness. Yeah. The, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's a little creepy. It's kind of. Oh, I'm like, with you. I'm with you. We, yeah. can, we can talk candidly since Johnny's not here. <laughs> but I'm I'm with you. I have moments where I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and I'm going to use it, and then it doesn't last long usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I find a, a case where I'm like, oh, well, it sort of works here, but then I have that feeling of, why would I want to use this if it just sort of works in one place, <laughs> like with one type of paper that just gets mm-hmm. finicky, and then I'm like, well, I'm not going to use that. I'll go back yeah. to my old standby. But uh, I I do also like a certain um. Like non lacquered, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Like kind of like the Forest Choice, oh, yeah. or mm-hmm. um, the, like uh, Dixon made do like the they just have like a is it the Renew? Is that the, the Renew, one? That's or, the new one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has the it has the little. I'm looking at one right now, and it has a little recycle symbol. Is that the one? Yes. Or is that a different one? No, that's because there was the Enviro stick, which was like a, a recycled one as well, but it was one of those that was made of processed wood almost not quite like a wopex not quite that much but it was uh, basically ground up and then formed into a pencil and then the renews the new recycled one which is made of uh, leftover cedar slats i guess mm-hmm. yeah and those are great those are that's uh, that's probably one of the best i feel like that's one of the best things you can buy like at a target or something like that mm-hmm. or yeah, i think I, thing. I saw them and i bought two boxes mm-hmm. compulsively like yeah. six months ago and uh, i spent what four dollars and five cents or something. <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too bad yeah um then from like caroline's but i i've gone on her site and bought some vintage pencils and i i bought them mostly just kind of for fun but i i don't necessarily feel like i there's a couple of them i've tried and they're like really hard grade and uh like really light and so mm-hmm. they didn't really kind of do it for me but i got a couple of uh like older Dixons with non, like uh, the Federals, like the, and I'm just looking at them. Anyway, I, I, there's different things that, that, that I guess make me want to buy a pencil. I like ones that look nice and the lacquer is really well done. Um, yep. These uh, vintage pencils are a, a huge, a huge rabbit hole that I've not let myself go down. But I mean, when you think about pen, like vintage pens is a thing, <laughs> but pencils i mean these companies would have hundreds of different pencils you know they're just like constantly coming out with different models like all the time and i mean there's like kind of well there could be sort of an endless rabbit hole there of stuff you're going to go down into the only problem is that people don't tend to find old fountain pens and throw them in the trash like they do when they find old pencils i guess yeah well i mean because if the eraser is no good you know they're kind of like oh i guess it's pointless now you know Mm -hmm. and uh you're talking about these natural finish mm-hmm. pencils and that is i think a lot of people are in that camp and, and i am very much included and i know johnny is and i think and i know andy likes them too but I know me and johnny especially enjoy the the naked pencils um <laughs> and those and there's a lot there are a lot of people who feel the same way and you know that there's something about that that i think is really interesting that people are so drawn to that because it is as far as writing instruments go, it is the most kind of minimal thing. You know, you don't even have, besides the stamping or whatever, like there's not, Mm -hmm. it's not painted. It's just these, I love that you can look at it and say, I know, okay, that's wood. That is graphite mixed with clay or wax. That's a little sheet of aluminum and that's rubber. 
Mm -hmm. I know everything that's in my hand right now. It's not some weird plastic polymer. It's not, uh, you know, some alloy metal. I, there's nothing there that I don't understand, (laughs) which is kind (laughs) of, kind of a fascinating thing. I think a lot of people get, uh, it, it it feels different too in your hand, like the texture, like you know, it kind of feels maybe a little rough sometimes, like because it's it doesn't have like a a clear coat on it or it doesn't have paint on it or lacquer on it, and so it's like you're kind of yeah, it's like I'm writing with a stick, yeah, yeah like right. literally writing with a stick. Yeah, but. I love I love Andy's talk about like why pencils are great, and he says it goes back to cavemen with a charred stick writing on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can we can bring this back to our. Uh, very obvious and heated battle between pens and pencils and say that, you know, technically mm-hmm. pencils are the new technology. So mm-hmm. pencils have only been around, you know, 150 two, or a few hundred years. Pens have been around for like a thousand. So mm-hmm. in one way or another, yes, yeah. in some fashion. Yeah. I remember reading that James Ward's book, James Ward's book, perfection of the paperclip. And he talks about the history of the pen and about, uh, these fountain pens that are being made like a thousand years ago for these Kings and stuff. It's super interesting. And then you realize that pencils didn't come around until way, 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 way later, which was kind of shocking uh, to me, but I guess made sense. Mm -hmm. But that just basically means that pencils are better. That's the point. (laughs) I just wanted to get out of the way before we. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, slowly but surely I'm, I'm sure I'll be converted to the, (laughs) to this side. So, but what I've been trying, what I've been trying to do, like, cause it's, I have to, I have to admit, like, I have to find, like, I have to kind of force myself to use pencils. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that seems maybe strange or something like that with it's being something that I, that intrigues me or interests me. You know, I have to, I have to kind of like sort of force myself not to bring a pen to work or not to carry a pen with me. So that right. way I have to, I have to use a pencil, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, like I recently had, I think I had something like 15 or 16 fountain pens inked up at once. And, uh, I got to that point, right. I'm like, okay, I, I, I've reached the point of abundance here in, in <laughs> pens inked up. And it's like, I can't, I can't use all these. So what I had to do is I had to, I cleaned every pen out that I had. And so I think now I have three inked up, but now it's like, I've kind of forced myself to limit my options so that, then I can sort of focus on other things like, like using pencils. And so, and you know, for the record, it'd be totally fine if you end up not liking pencils, but you know, we'd still be friends and everything. (laughs) (laughs) It just might not be, might not be practical for you, but it's, I, I I do, I admire that like intentionalness of going about it. Cause I think I, when I first started getting into good pencils, I did kind of the same thing. I remember having times where I had uh, a brass town or something and I had, six pens in it and I actually would end up not taking the brass town so that I only had one pen, just the pencils that I wanted to be trying out with me just to kind of keep things simple for a couple of days uh, just to, mm-hmm. and it, I guess it paid off or whatever you want to call it. Or I paid out, I guess is what it really turned into <laughs> more money. Well, how did, wallet. well, how did you like, I, I guess, what was it about the pencils that I'm like, I'm shifting the, the yeah. conversation over here. Right. But yeah. like, what is it that made you, like what? What was it about the, uh, like that shift to pencils? Like how? How did you like? Did it? Did you just find that you enjoyed them more? Did you find that it was? Uh, did you have to go through any of that kind of forcing yourself to use them to try them? A little bit, yeah. Um, it started basically because of 
it can, it kind of all goes back to John Steinbeck and the Blackwing, like finding mm-hmm. out about that. Cause I'm a big John Steinbeck fan found about that, found out about the Blackwing ended up finding the Palomino <clears throat> and just was so intrigued by that. Just sort of loved the story and loved that my favorite author used pencils and I tried them. And of course, as soon as I tried it, I was like, Oh man, this thing's great. You know, these, these are really nice. This is different. This is not a mm-hmm. pencil like what I would have associated with a pencil up until now. I mean, I remember when I first started getting into this little community, just reading stuff and seeing Anna's website, and she would write about pencils every once in a while. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because I, I was only thinking pens, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And then sort of got into a few pencils and uh, enjoyed them, but was still mostly using pens. And I think I had some sort of moment where I was annoyed with pens, for some reason, like with fountain pens, like some having some sort of problem or a scratchy nib or spilling ink or I don't know, it's just something like that. I just kind of said, almost had like a little fit, you know, not really, but just like, <laughs> I was like you know what? I'm just going to use a pencil to do this. If Steinbeck can do it, I can do it. And then I, I think at that moment I did kind of a little more intentionally decide I'm going to kind of go for this and try it out and see see if this works for me. And then I just did, you know, just kind of, it felt right. I enjoyed sharpening. I liked the, the pace of writing with a pencil and stopping to sharpen. It just all kind of fit my, my work, my workflow and, and with writing, you know, creative writing kinds of things. I enjoyed doing it in a very basic sort of no frills way. Didn't have to think about the color of the ink. Didn't have to think about the paper at all. I, I just knew that if I was writing something, um, I would not get annoyed if I just picked up a pencil, had a sharpener, and had any, you know, any type of paper in front of me. And mm-hmm. so I think it just kind of stuck because of that. But uh, yeah, I did. There was a little bit of intentionality with just sticking to it for a long time. But here I am. The rest is history. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike, <laughs> Mike, it's been awesome having you on. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, your evening this weekend to talk to me. I've been looking forward to doing this for a long time, and I'm glad it worked out. Can you tell people where to find you on the internet? Yeah, sure. And it's been a pleasure. So thank you. I appreciate you having me on. And um, I'm excited to kind of go down this rabbit hole a little bit more. Like uh, I I have a, (laughs) literally I'm I'm at my desk right now and I I don't feel like I'm at that point of abundance with pencils Mm -hmm. yet, but I have probably, you know, 30 or 40 different, and thanks to you, you know, you've (laughs) sent me little care packages from time to time. And so I, I have a lot of ground to cover um, but where people can find well, me, obviously actually, I have, that leads, oh, sorry, to, go ahead. That, that leads me to one last oh, question sure. that I'm just kind yeah. of curious about that I meant to ask, cause you're talking about all those pencils, which ones from the ones that I've sent you or that you've bought singles of, have you gone out and bought in bulk or have you bought any yet? Just curious. Like ones mm. that you've liked. Well, so I've bought, bought some, I uh, I've bought some, some more black wings. Mm-hmm. Um, which one? Uh, just the regular black wing. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, um, and then I bought a, a box at like, a bulk box of golden bears. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I have a lot of golden bears. Um, you teamed up on that one. Cause yeah, I got, mm-hmm. I got a portion of that box. That was, I forgot. About yep. That. Yeah. So I, I like the golden bear. I have a couple of those out in my shop. Even, um, I usually use mechanical pencils in the shop, but, mm-hmm. uh, there's times I just switch back over to the, uh, to the gold bear. So I like, I like those. Those are kind of a well-rounded kind of all around, just good pencil. So, mm-hmm. um, I bought a few more of the combo, mono 100s and different lead grades to try them out and see what I liked the most. So those are the ones I, I think I've, I, I, again, I, I have a lot of pencils to go through. And so to say I like have bought more, um, 
I probably would need to hold off for a little bit yeah. until I until I get through some of these. I'll so. ask you again next summer. So. Yeah, yeah. When I'm when they're completely out. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So now tell us where we can find you on the internet. Yeah, I write the Clicky Post, which is uh, clickypost.com, or actually you could go to theclickypost.com and it will redirect. So um, if you've heard Mike Hurley harass Brad enough about that, like they ended up harassing me enough about that too. Yeah, so I that. <laughs> yeah, so for the blog, you can do, yeah, clickypost.com. I'm on Instagram under the Clicky Post uh, at, at clickypost. Um, for my business, for the uh, Dudek Modern Goods, it's dudekmoderngoods.com. And I also have a Dudek Modern Goods uh, at Instagram feed as well. And then I'm on Twitter at ClickyPost. I'm not as active on Twitter because I'm not really sure what to say all the time on Twitter. But I am there if you wanted to follow me. So I am Tim Wassum. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, at, uh, on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. And then uh, you can find me here at Erasable. And you can follow Erasable on Twitter at Erasable Podcast. We don't have a Twitter account, or sorry, not, we don't have an Instagram account, but you can always use the hashtag Erasable Podcast to help us compile good pencil photos together. The show notes for this episode will be at erasable.us slash 34. And we encourage you to uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes or recommend it on Overcast or wherever it is that you listen to the podcast because it just helps us to hear from people. We like to hear from people and like to hear what we can do better. So we really uh, encourage you to do that. We really, really appreciate it. So we thank you for listening to this episode of Raceable and Johnny and Andy and I will be back all together in just a week or two. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.